Talking about the border once again, we've talked about it before, and as I said, we'll find out next week if it's going to remain closed. July 21st is the date that uh, has been set. Uh, we'll see what happens after that. And, you know, there's there's two camps out there. Some say, yeah, it's going to be closed for a while. Others are saying, no, it needs to be open. But regardless, um, when we do get back to normal cross-border travel between the U.S. and Canada, uh, we got to have some ducks in a row here. Um, we're seeing cautious steps going forward so far. You know, the quarantine rules have been changed for air passengers anyway who are vaccinated. But that has certainly not alleviated the pressure from both sides to get things back to normal the way they were before all of this as quickly as possible. So when it happens, our next guest says, you know, we need to be ready or it could be an absolutely chaotic situation. And those long lines that we've all experienced at border crossings will just be pleasant memories of better days. It could be a real situation. So let's find out why. We're going to chat now with David Jacobson who was the U.S. Ambassador to Canada from 2009 to 2013 and is now Vice Chair of the BMO Financial Group. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. It's my pleasure, and uh, I appreciate your your uh, reference to the long lines as the good old days. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that may be reality, right? I mean, we can't. Oh, well, could be. We just can't overstate how important it is, though, that when that border reopens, a proper plan is in place to handle the return of traffic, right? Well, it's, it's got to be, first of all, the decision has to be made based on medical advice and scientific advice as to the when. But the how is a, is a different story. And it has to be done safely. It has to be done efficiently. And perhaps most importantly, it has to be done with a minimum amount of confusion. Uh, because, uh, you know, if the rules are chaotic, uh, people aren't going to know what to do and they're going to stay home. So when we take a look at that, you're right, the confusion can't be there. There needs to be a streamlined, foolproof system that is in place. There sort of is one. I mean, I'm thinking about Nexus cards, right? Uh, Something like that where, you know, the key component, and Owen reading your piece was, you can't be doing this at the border. This has to be done ahead of time with just a quick verification at the border, right? Right. I think that there are two things that the governments on both sides of the border, and and I mean both sides of the border, have to take into account. The first one is consistency. That if there are, you know, you don't have to be a genius to understand that if somebody crosses the border in one direction, in all likelihood they're going to cross it back in the other direction. Uh, And if the rules are different, going north and going south, you know, all bets are off. It's going to be a mess. So number one is consistency. But number two is, to your point, Jay, uh, and this is like Nexus, that, and, and back in the, as I always think about it, the good old days when I was the ambassador, in 2011, we entered into something between the United States and Canada called Beyond the Border. Right. And it was for people and for goods, and it expanded preclearance for people and goods. And the premise of the whole thing was that the border is the worst place to make decisions about whether people can cross or goods for that matter. Uh, That there are only so many kiosks at the airport, there are only so many lanes at the bridge, uh, there are only so many border crossing personnel. Um, And if somehow or another you don't have the right stuff with you, which I must admit I have done myself, uh, (laughs) it was quite embarrassing, Uh, but but if you don't have the right stuff, you're going to be disappointed in, and you won't be able to remedy it. 
know, I didn't bring the right piece of paper, or I didn't bring the right yeah. document. And so this has got to be done ahead of time. And that, that, you know, yes, we do have Nexus. Nexus itself does not include those things which you would need in order to get COVID preclearance. Sure. But it should not be all that hard to, to add, whether it's to Nexus or something else. And Canada has a kind of a running start here with the Arrive Can application that they've been using or starting to, to use uh, to deal with the quarantine issue. Uh, but it could easily be adapted to what we're talking about here. One of the problems is there isn't an analogous thing on the U.S. side. Um, and so one of the things, again, going back to my consistency point, one of the things that, that the governments on both sides need to do is work together so that the rules are as close to the same, maybe they don't have to be perfectly the same, although that'd be nice, but as close to the same as they possibly can so that this thing will move efficiently. Um, And, you know, if they do that, we're in good shape. If they don't, then, as you mentioned at the beginning, those days of long lines at the border will seem like the good old days. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation. Because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, that's the thing is it has to be done on both sides of the border in order to make it as, as effortless as possible. And as you say, we, we've done it before. Are they working on it? I mean, obviously they recognize the importance of this, don't they? Or am I being too optimistic here? There, no, you're, you're not being optimistic. Everybody understands the importance of this. Everybody understands it. Um, and, and one of the things that, you know, the immediate question is the when, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I do believe that those decisions are going to be made on both sides, not based on a calendar and not based on polls and not based on politics, but based on science. But, but you know, having been involved in this and understanding how delicate the rules for crossing the border and the cooperation between the two governments on that is, uh, and and the goodwill that exists between the governmental authorities on both sides of the border who deal with these things. Um, you know, I, I am quite confident that they are working together on this. Now, what they come up with, uh, I can't speak to, you know, I, I'm not there anymore. And, you know, if I was... Uh, probably wouldn't be telling. (laughs) Now, when we talk about this, it's an interesting point that you make. Um, The fact is, you can't open the borders, I don't think, until you have something like this um, in place. You need to have some sort of a plan, at least, before you open it. So, 
you're right. I think the the science will be the guiding influence on when we open the border. But could this be delayed if they say, you know what, we, we haven't quite come up with a way to make this work yet? I mean, that's got to be a consideration, well, isn't it? That, that would be unfortunate. Okay. Uh, it, I won't say it's impossible, but it would certainly be unfortunate. And, and a related point to that, Shay, is that the rules can't keep changing yes. every week. Uh, that people have to know what it is that they're supposed to do. Because if there's not clarity, you know, there are a couple of possibilities. One is a whole lot of people are going to get disappointed when they get to the border, which isn't good. Or perhaps even worse, people are just going to say, "Ah, you know, I can't figure this out. I'm staying home. Um, And, you know, I, I know from talking to my friends in Canada, I know from talking to people, I get calls it's every day, or close to every day, from someone that I know who wants to go to Canada for vacation. They got mm-hmm. home there, they they got a hotel reservation, whatever they've got, and they're asking, am I going to be able to get there? And I think a lot of them think somehow or another, because I used to be the ambassador, I have some <laughs> magic code or something that'll get them across the border, which I don't. But, but... People want to go. People want to go see their families on both sides of the border. People want to go across the border for work, even though they're not essential employees. Uh, People want to go on vacations. And if they don't know what they need to do to get across the border, or worse yet, to get back, uh, they're not going to go. And and that would be bad. So we got to have a set of rules. The rules have to be clear. Hopefully, they're consistent on both sides of the border, and hopefully, they involve some sort of an online process, uh, whether it's an app or you go online or something, um, so that you're told before you get there, you're okay. And maybe better yet, you can go into an express lane um, so that you kind of whiz through and all those CBSA and CBP guards on both sides of the border, they can spend the time not with you and me because we've dealt with what we need to do ahead of time, but with the people who haven't. So it's better for everybody. Again, you're talking about the Trusted Traveler program. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, and I got one more before I let you get out of here. Um, as sure. somebody who was involved with the um, Beyond the Border program and in these negotiations and these discussions, I think a lot of us have this opinion that, you know, hey, Joe Biden and Joe, Justin Trudeau get along. You know, everybody's friendly. This should be really easy. Everybody understands the importance. Let's just do it. Um, I imagine there's a lot of other discussions, and there's some negotiating that goes on. What's it like in working with a, you know, a cross-border policy like this? Well, let me say a couple of things. First of all, your premise that Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden get along well, I can speak from personal experience in this. They like each other. They respect each other. They get along about as well as two heads of state could get along. That's good. So it starts from there. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the nuts and bolts of these things don't get negotiated by the <laughs> prime minister and the president. Um, they get in, they get negotiated by people down the way, um, and the the more senior people who are involved in the thing hopefully are going to set the tone so that it moves ahead. Um, but one of the things that I learned, and I was involved in many of these negotiations, but one of the things I, I learned is there are 
complexities. Some of them are cultural differences. Some of them are legal differences on both sides of the border um, that have to be complied with. Um, and they're not the same necessarily on both sides of the border. You know, I, I used to, I still say, Canada and the United States are very much alike in many fundamental ways, but they're not the same. Right. And they never will be the same, and they probably never should be the same. Uh, that there are values that Canadians have that are a little bit different sometimes than Americans and vice versa. Uh, there's certainly a, a, a cultural and a, and a legal history that are different. Um, and so when you sit down for these discussions, sometimes it gets more complicated than I would have thought. And, and I know your listeners are sitting there sure. going, well, you know, why can't they just sit down and, you know, in 15 minutes just decide how to do this? It's a little tougher than that. Um, the other thing that's sometimes tougher is, and particularly in what we're talking about with preclearance, is there are these massive computer systems on both sides of the border. And, you know, I can't get my Wi-Fi to work at home, so I'm not <laughs> the guy to tell you how to deal with this. But it's not easy. Um, and these, these systems have to be able to talk to one another. Um, and, and so sometimes there are just plain, you know, technical, technical barriers that yeah. have to be solved. Right. And, and so it isn't as easy as, uh, as, as, as I would like it to be, as you would like it to be, or as the prime minister and the president would like it to be. But it's doable. As we start out with our hearts in the right place. And that has virtually always been the case. And there were a few bumps in the last administration, but more than a few bumps. But 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 historically, we are the best of neighbors. You know, I, I, I always say that there are no two countries anywhere in the world, neighbors, who would not trade their problems for the problems that Canada and the United States have. You know, we, we, we got it really good. It's not perfect, yeah. but it's really good. Um, and because we start out with that premise, because of the mutual respect uh, and the goodwill that has existed for a very long time, uh, I am confident that they'll work this thing out. Uh, Mr. Jacobson, thank you so much. That's great insight and some, some valuable information for our listeners. I appreciate it. All right, and uh, hello to all my friends in the Excellent. Thank you very much. David Jacobson, who was the U.S. Ambassador to Canada from 2009 to 2013. So he knows what he's talking about. He was part of the Beyond the Border negotiations, and as he said, we're starting from a good place, but there's still a lot of wrangling we'll have to get through.